Hello and welcome to Sports Best Friends Rugby League Social Club, a podcast here to convince you that social media isn't a bad place, you just need to follow the right people. It will be unbelievable and I think it, it probably will be a dream that we're chasing and um, I just hope we go good. My name is Big T and I'd like to give a shout out to at 3D Habit One who came up with the fantastic photo we are looking at today for this week's episode. Paul the Buttock Sirenin. He was lovely enough to do a shout out for Little Rugby League, a podcast just for kids. He's got a great view on developing rugby league. I sincerely and severely appreciate his time and efforts um, that he put in straight away for us. And so his views are great. Our views are our own. What a day for him. He's come here with nothing in his pocket and he's gone home with twice as much. Lovely dedication time. This is everyone's chance to nominate a special person in their life. Could be a player, a coach, team, referee, social media account. Anyone they think deserves some love. Our first one is from Budunia and he's written, I want to send some love to 86 Geek for being a good bloke despite his favourite team not paying back his goodness. And so your poem, 86 Geek, is Geek 86, we want to give you a kiss. The next one was from super fan of the pod, at underscore goddamn gun again. I want to send some love to my mate, at rev underscore boil, only a matter of time till Fafita runs amok for the Bronx. So your poem is, Rev, you're getting some love from goddamn gutting up above. They're still going. At Chasing Kangaroos Pod has tweeted, Mike Acevo, because wow. His poem is, The Fiji flyer looks so great, makes everyone want to be his mate. And last one, and quite sensibly, Goddamn Gutton again for the second or third week in a row has just nominated King Gutho and it's slowly just making this a King Gutho love segment and I'm around it. If, if you want to use it for the power of uh, that gun, uh, Goddamn Gutton again, I think it's smart. So you've, he's tweeted, P.S. Send some love to the King Gutho. Well, let's do that one. Goddamn Gutton again says, Gutho, you're the king and he wants to get around your ring. <laughs> Got them gutting again. And all your supporters turning up. Thank you very much. Yeah, brah! There are a few ways that you can get involved with the pod. The easiest way is just to do some awesome tweets or Instagram posts about Rugby League. You can tag the podcast, of course, if you really want to make sure you get on there through Twitter, Facebook, or Insta. And there are, of course, LLDs where you can nominate people like the great uh, legends in the last segment. Thanks quickly to podcast legend... Super best friend of the pod, at Rick the Warden. Hey, Sam Warden. He tweeted something beautiful about our last episode. He quote tweeted, he quote tweeted the episode's post and said, Amazing podcast, get around it. Well, thank you, sir. You're an amazing human, and I hope people get around you. Well, from one of the highs, Rick Warden, to one of the lows, <laughs> Tinfoil House correspondent. Schmidt Rivieri got his chance back on the microphone this week in lieu of Pat Picanti. Uh, and so here he is talking to us about all the amazing things that are happening currently with him in the world of rugby league. Here's trouble. Ahoy. You can call me Miguel Sanchez. Hi, guys. I'm super excited to hear some live tinfoil theories, tinfoil house theories. There's a few. Uh, the biggest one at the moment for me is the go- these Golden Point games. There's a lot of chat about um, <laughs> about how this ge- the new revised schedule post COVID is made for TV ratings. Mm. And so when we watched Eels and 
um, Raiders, um, oh, oh, yeah, Raiders. Raiders last week. Golden point. Roosters in Melbourne. Golden point. Like, you couldn't have scripted last night's game in terms of a finish better, like, with a Hollywood writer. So my theory is that they've just gone gangbusters on match fixing. Which is fucked because I put on an 18-leg multi. Hold on, before we get to your terrible degenerate <laughs> gambling, which I want to know more about, can I also just point out that for the every other week other than that, we've had Broncos being the worst possible team in the world yeah, I capitulating. Know. So I know. it makes no sense for ratings. But it doesn't. None of the tinfoil really, <laughs> theories old. really make sense at all. Foil always has uh, And I'll definitely get some more from the boys. I mean, J- Sailor Jerry had one which I mentioned. I don't know if I mentioned it to you about Tigers and Luke Brooks being dropped and Tigers are allegedly going for Kieran Foran to replace the possibly leaving Benji Marshall. I don't know if that's a tin foil. That could be an actual theory, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Anyway, so you've been getting into the bets recently. Yeah, I mean, I'm an absolute... I was out for dinner with Picanti and... Um, other shenanigan idiots. Yeah, Bebot the other night. Oh, yep. And she mentioned that I've been doing some punting, you know, of the $2 type, but punting's punting. But I reckon I'm a complete sucker for those ads. I've, I've eventually <laughs> caved. I used to rage on about so much fucking gambling... Advertisement, which there is, yeah. I'm I've fallen victim to it. Yeah, and you're I just, a big KFC fan and a big gambler. That's ridiculous. So. And I just put like you know you put on eighteen legs and you put two bucks on it's like potential returns fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> you're like, how can I lose? Yeah. And my favorite one was last week when you put, all, it was all five or six legs of a multi in one game, all in South, and it was pretty much South needs to win by a lot, and the South got pumped. Yeah. And the one, <laughs> the one that was the Bulldogs one I needed was uh, oh not Bulldogs wasn't South. There was another one. Who did the Bulldogs play last week? Us. We played the Tigers. Yes, so I had a, that one, and I needed Kieran Foran to score, which oh, is right. a ridiculous thing <laughs> when you really think about it. <laughs> yeah. Now, nah, so the betting's going well. I mean, ironically, the only team that's given me any money are the Titans. Oh wow! Yeah, because okay. someone once told me if some if a team in the NRL is paying over five bucks, yeah. you should bet. You know, there's a tinfoil gambling theory. Is they're really crossing <laughs> crossing over? <laughs> All right. Anybody watched a series of rugby league games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or soccer. Thursday, Camburglers vs. Chicken Chow. Money on the Thursday night blockbuster and oh ho One of you big, you got to play big. That's right. Sports best friends, it was the game of the round. If you're big, you got to play big. I even tweeted the soundbite, or me doing a version of the soundbite, during the game from the Sports Restaurant's Twitter account. What a game at... GC underscore Anthony wrote, I'm definitely here for the Morris Twins being the best players in the comp in 2020. They have already had such an incredible start to the season. And this game, new level. Unbelievable blokes. At the sports retreated, fuck me, how about the rugby league thing? At Nat underscore Sinclair 93, holy actual Christ, what is happening? At Big underscore Chappie, rugby fucking league. At Joshy F97, rugby fucking league <laughs> the, the last 20 minutes of this game was an excellent arm wrestle of two really well drilled really well playing teams uh, and the last 20 minutes really ramped up lots of people I spoke to said that they, they were really impressed with the game but the last 10 they started to some people clocked off some people went to bed some people uh, you know did whatever adults do in the evening because um, they just thought oh that was a great game Roosters had wrapped it up and then Melbourne came back, those two drop goals, saw Flanagan kicking that um, big hair energy penalty goal. Oh, the whole thing was just an absolute roller coaster. And then the, the drop goals at the end, leading us into the most wet, wet, wetty, wet rooster of a scoreline. And for any new listeners, my beautiful sister, Wetty, uh, 
did an episode with us once. She knows almost nothing about rugby league. And when uh, she did an episode with me, I often did a summary of the game like we did now. And then I asked her what she thought the scoreline was and her ideas of the scorelines were out of this world. Uh, and I kept trying to lead her towards, it was probably going to be an even number because most games are even. And she still came up with the weirdest scorelines. And I sincerely wish that she had guessed this one because 20, well, I shouldn't tell you, I should ask you first to score. Oh, where he gets it? 27 to 25. <laughs> Most ridiculous scoreline ever. It was backed up by the NRL blue tick. Doesn't get any better than that fire emoji. 27-25. At Mario Zero Siegs tweeted, The question was asked, who beats the Roosters? Sadly, the answer is one we all dreaded. Fuck the storm, hash purple cheats. Well, I don't feel the same way as uh, Hey Sam does. Sorry, as Mario does. They'd both be very annoyed at me mixing those two up. I think uh, Media Watch is a is a massive anti-Storm fan, which is fine. Uh, I'm I'm not feeling that way, and I'm not sure that Storm come up against the Roosters again. And they do beat them like that, so I still think they're a, they're a coin toss. At Bogan Bogan Fit, seven teams will perform worse than the Roosters just did, and still correct collect two points this round. What an excellent point! So, um, yeah, f- fantastic game, fantastic game. Friday. <laughs> The Clap vs. Commies and the first game on the Friday night at Cricket Flog wrote, Just watching the replay of the Hash Raiders Dragons, and apart from Canberra and the referees cheating, <laughs> the Dragons showed that they could be a real premiership threat. They got 11 to 12 good new players and a new coach. <laughs> uh, Dufty's still looking good. Lomax is still looking good. Dragons, is, sorry, Raiders are still doing enough to, to keep winning, but I'm worried about their premiership hopes. Score, Yarnasaur underscore Mateus, although I think he's now called the new Yarnasaur, not Yarnas or something. 22-16, well done, sir. Backed up by the Raiders Blue Tick account that wrote back at home and back in the winner's circle. 22-16. Beckwith Stadium, blue and gold everywhere! Sala versus the Udders, an absolute blowout of a game at uh, Ron Stradamus. One, nailed it. Fun fact, the Parrot Eels have absolutely slayed Queensland in 2020, scoring a total of 122-16. to 16. Phenomenal stat. As excellent podcaster Screaming Eagles would say, that's a hard stat. That is making me feel ooh, well, good inside. Hard stat. 122-16. to 16. I mean, I'm not the biggest Eels fan. They're probably, you know, up to the middle, upper middle range of my uh, happy teams, but... I'm really not a Queensland fan, so it's great to see any New South Wales team absolutely pumping them. Score? Goddamn Gunton again gets it 42-4. to four. It was blacked up by, backed up by the NRL Blue Tick account that said the at para eels are back in hash paradise. Yes, thank you, 42-4. to four. At Rick Mile 20 wrote, doesn't get much lower for North Queensland than the headline, they bowed to the King Gutherson. This is what North Queensland performances have done. Made us a laughing stock in this comp. Well, you, you know my theory about King Gutho. Obviously, it triggers everybody. But I think most kings aren't given that title. They're just kind of... Uh, sorry, aren't earn, don't earn it, that title. They're just kind of giving it to it. And they're often quite mediocre. So it's working for him. He had a pretty good game. Uh, obviously, nothing the same level as any real king. But uh, but still, a, a reasonable game. And at Bwomsey 8, Morris Twins... M. Jennings, common factor, grey hair energy at Sportsbeer Fifths. Hash, own the silvers. 
own the silvers. Hone the silvers? Hone the silvers, boom. Anyway, that's a great one. And it's great to see that he's embracing his Maxwell Sheffield energy, the grey hair energy. Saturday. Titans vs. Old Girl, we're going to start with at NRL underscore Oracle who tweeted, I honestly don't know who the bigger defensive liability is, Ash Taylor, Tyrone Peachy or Isan Masters. The issue for the Titans is that two of those three players are on the same edge with each other. They really need to do something about that. Oh, the poor Titans. Up and down each week. I feel so bad for them and their fan base. They're really my favourite Queensland team these days and I really hope they get some success soon. Score? One Otago gets a point. It was 40 to 10. And that was backed up with a Blue Tick Shitans account who said, at GC Titans. That's it. That's the tweet. It was nothing. They had 40 to 10. They were obligated to do the hashtag. They just had a photo of a de- like a disheveled, sad-looking Titans player in the scoreline. That's sad, sad times. Thanks, Voss. He certainly is. Foo Fighters vs. Kebab Stores. Wow. We at Kid Cowboy number two. Just when you thought the Broncos couldn't get any worse, they get done by a team that is on the verge of pulling the pin from the comp. Seabold is gone, surely. Ugh. The uh, Seabold um, tide of in and out just looks like it's really on the outs at the moment. The poor guy must be under so much um, pressure and stress. Everyone I know is on the Warriors for this, including me. Let's go on Warriors. So excited for them to be stringing some, well, a win together since their coach um, changed. But score? Yes, Chicken Palmer gets it. It was 26 to 16. That was backed up by the Blue Tick Brisbane Broncos account who tweeted. That's it. Again, just the obligatory hashtag 2616. They are disgruntled. They don't want to talk about it. At Hazy Davy, the Warriors deserve nothing less for what they have done for rugby league. So happy for them. I'm right there with you, David Hamari. Well said, sir. At New York Nixon wrote, this is good news for the Broncos ahead for next week. Or there is good news, sorry, for the Broncos ahead next week. They have a chance to pull off one of the rarest triples in NRL history by dropping games to the Titans, Warriors and Bulldogs in consecutive weeks. Well said, Ryan. And speaking of... uh, Excellent tweets. At Warren Smith Fox, the uh, commentator wrote, Craig Bellamy is such a good coach, he can inspire the Warriors to a win and he doesn't even coach them. <laughs> Thank you, Warren. And the Your Muddy West Tigers versus Culture Club. Uh, I got to go to this game. It was fantastic. Shout out to Chris Gale. Excellent account on uh, on Twitter and, and an excellent part of FBI... Uh, radio, they do a fire up rugby league program. They also do that podcast, I think, through the Batuta Advocates. So you should definitely get around fire up, definitely get around Chris Gale. Um, and also, the lovely man was lovely enough to take me to another game. So that was fantastic. The game was, was reasonably good. Um, at Like Tiger, like a, like a Tiger 4 wrote, For the first time in a long time, I feel like the Tigers are playing with heart and soul and belief in their coach, and I couldn't be happier. Well said, Joylet Jake. At Princess underscore Han underscore, I thought we really competed well last night. Missing Twall and Musgrove in the middle made me really nervous, but guys like Isa really stood up. I knew knew it was game over when we lost Luch. 
already missing McIntyre. It was going to be a big ask to come back from that. Luciano Leilua had a fantastic game, and I also recognize the moment he went down that we're in a huge amount of trouble. So thanks for pointing that out, Princess Hannah. At Sharja Nat, some type of, it's, it's Nat anyway. Hi, Nat. Hard day at the office tonight. I just want to say, at David Nofalum, you are a true tiger through and through. I love your passion for the club. Your love of the game is infectious. Just keep doing you. I thought Knopf had another good game. Um, they scored against him immediately, uh, but I don't think that was his fault. That was an excellent Penrith attack, dragging people into the middle and then finding space out wide. Panthers were great, really, most of the game. Um, and and full, full credit to the boys. They did an excellent job. At Andrew RLP tweeted, about the end of the game, Joey Leilua should get five weeks for that. It was intentional, off the ball, high, and worst of all, stupid. Ex- worst of all, extremely dangerous. Um, when someone who doesn't expect to get hit like that isn't braced and then gets hit high like that out of nowhere, was, um, it was a real shame that Joey would come up with such a poor play. And I also agree that he should be get some kind of really tough uh, reprimand for that. At Lord Arm... If Madge dropped Benji, despite playing okay, what's he going to do to BJ? <laughs> well said. Score? 19-12. You're absolutely right, Fat Harry Lazy. You get the point, and that was backed up by the West Tigers blue t- tick account that did tweet. They said, hard effort on to the next. At Philby13 wrote, yes, Ivan Cleary blowing kisses to some morons from Minto at full time. That was perfect. <laughs> Uh, I I mean, I, I think the whole thing's ridiculous and, and great entertainment and drama and whatnot. I don't see really any problems with it. I know that he's not just going to stand up and do it to no one. I'm sure there were a bunch of people there really giving it to him and he was very politely but, you know, sarcastically giving it back to them. So for, uh, I have no problems with it. At Catfish888, who might be a catfish, so good morning, early morning NRL. They've tweeted, wow, another great game. Early morning in Canada, but well worth getting up for. Love those pink panthers. Hash NRL Tigers Panthers. Well, welcome, Catfish. I hope you enjoyed not just that game, but the Brisbane and Warriors game and any other game that's happening this round. And if you are, I know you're a Wolfpack fan, but if you're looking for another NRL team, West Tigers would love to have you. Sunday. Doing it for Newcastle. Flap City versus Chalky Milk. We'll start with at nothing but NK, nothing but Newcastle Knights. Kurt Mann, fair dinkum, shutting his haters up every week. A well-deserved lead now, and he tweeted that about a third of the way through the game. I'm really enjoying Kurt Mann as well. I am. I, I used to have him in some kind of super cage. Did you, mate? I did, and it. Uh, and he was always pretty good then, and he's just gone from strength to strength, strength to strength with the Knights. So good on him. At Tire Blue. AFB Defs called him a cheat to get sent off. Obviously, Adam Fanua Blake was upset with the final refereeing decision, uh, where Manly were looked like they were just about to maybe score. The kick went in. He got tackled while kicking, um, and then the ball was placed in the end goal by by Newcastle. It was worth checking. I think the refereeing was right, and then AFB what came over uh, while. Grant Atkins was trying to say to Daly Cherry Evans, I'm happy to explain to you what happened. You've just got to tell your boys to go away. And then AFB used some extremely foul language and insulted um, Atkins unnecessarily because it's completely unnecessary. And unfortunately, um, yeah, he made that decision. So Grant Atkins sent him off, didn't just simbin him, uh, sent him off. Uh, and in fact, the as our friend... DC Pichu wrote 
Uh, ironically, their anger was directed to the wrong guy. That was the bunker's call. Atkins probably would have given a penalty. I'm not sure he would have. He certainly wanted to check it. Um, but it's a fair cop. It wasn't even him who made the decision, but he was copping all the slack. At Bogenfit tweeted, Manly are like a diesel engine. Fucked without a turbo. hey <laughs> What a joke. Anyway, the score. Billy Buttons gets it. It's 14-12, backed up by the Newcastle Knights blue tick. A gutsy win in the Northern Beaches. Knights 14-12. At Andrew RLP tweeted, Very impressed with the responses DCE gave in the post-match presser. Honest and, dis- uh, honest and despite having plenty of complaint about, blamed no one except his own side. Responsible. Genuine leadership. Kudos at C. Eagles. Well said, well said, Andrew. His podcast knows quite well that I came around on DCE after meeting him in person and uh, unsurprised at all to see that he is just demonstrating that leadership again and again. The last game of the round. Oh, we've got a late KBA message. I did have the legend over today, watch the game with me, um, but he's just sent through a text message. So <clears throat> any new listeners, KBA is my cousin... Uh, if you listen to me on Screaming Eagles the other day, he was the guy I was talking about who got the Diamond membership. Um, he's the reason why I like DCE, like I just said a moment ago, because I, he he introduced me to him. Anyway, big Manly fan. Messages sometimes, and he gets a voice. <clears throat> After last week, I was happy with the effort. I think there should be have been plenty have been a penalty at the end. In any case, we had enough ball to win, but couldn't finish the opportunities. <laughs> it's great to have you back, KBA. Okay, really on to the next game. This mighty fullback for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Space versus Feet fans. It was a reasonably good game, actually. I thought Rabbits uh, held on to it for most of the time, but there was a little sniff. Maybe the dogs had given a little sniff, uh, but couldn't get it. And it ended with a Gagai Island special at the Burrow. Tim Burrow tweeted, Fittingly, Bulldogs... Finish telegraphing, attacking plays, no potency, no line speed in defence, arm grabbing in tackles, and look, that's a pretty good way to describe most of what happened for the dogs that day. At Chloe Amanda B tweeted, just uh, was just telling a group chat twenty minutes ago about how much I liked Gagai, and boom, there you go, uh, backyard Burgess. Chloe is on Gagai Island with you, and at goddamn Gunt again tweeted. Origin Gagai turned up in the last minute. It was minute for minute Origin Gagai. So well said, sir. Score. Boomsy gets it 26 to 10. Well done, sir. Backed up by the South Sydney Rabbitohs Blue Tick account that said, Reynolds ices a conversion in the dying seconds as we chalk up our fourth win of the season. Punch emoji, rabbit emoji, love hearts. Congratulations to Warren Smith for his Bellamy Warriors tweet. He, You are a sports best tweeter of the week and are ever closer to being named the sports best Twitter champion for 2020. I'm feeling all right because I'm not going to get bruised. What do you mean, how am I feeling? Well, enjoy your sport for another week. Get around good people on the socials like at Days West, a podcast just about days since the West Tigers played finals last. And as of today, Sunday, the whatever the date is, the 5th, I think, of July, we are 3,215 days since the West Tigers last played finals. Join us again next week, and we'll talk to you then, sports best friends. We wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole 60 minutes, and we bloody love yous.